This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Hello, everyone. It's Betting Weekly. It's Game Bet Match, and it's me, Nigel Seeley. And it's the week after Wimbledon, and usually the tennis world is on a bit of a lull. We all come back down to earth with a big, big bang. And on the women's tour this week, uh, especially in Budapest in Hungary, we definitely come down with a double bang. It's not the greatest of tournaments at all. But anyway, enough about that. The tennis Canada continues. We've had Wimbledon last week. And I'm with Rory Giovanni, our WTA handicapper, who had a, a pretty decent Wimbledon. We, we were slightly in front until we got to the semifinals and the final stage. And the final things went a little bit wrong. And I don't think it would have just gone wrong for you, Rory. I think it would have gone for a lot of people who bet on Jabir for the second year running to Tunisian with the weight of the continent, her nation, her religion, everything that she has, you could see the pressure gets her. And, uh, and uh, I, I got, a, I got an email today, a CV come through today and it's from on Jabir's um, mental coaching. If she could uh, come and work for us because we win, because she's got to be fired from that job, surely. <laughs> well, oh, it was, it wasn't great to watch from a lot of perspectives, but she was leading four, two in the first set. And, she broke to love and you thought and and von drusseva started very nervy as well and, and you just thought this is hers to win but she just fell apart really and it was when she lost that first set the writing was on the wall and you know she got broken early in the second she staged a little bit of a fight back but disappointing for for, for her especially but all credit to marquette von drusseva a great story in itself you know 12 months ago she'd she was she was in a cast. Her wrist was in a cast after surgery. Before this season, her record on grass was two and ten, and then she wins Wimbledon, which says a lot about Wimbledon as a tournament these days. I think, but it's interesting. We used to kind of look for players, obviously big hitters, and as we mentioned before the final, of course, none of the big three who you'd call the big three in women's tennis, Igor Fiontek, Yelena Rybakina and Arena Sabalenka, none of them made the final. But one thing that has I did notice is that you've had a lot of lefties winning women's Wimbledon recently. Petra Kvitova won it twice. Uh, Angelique Kerber won it. And now Marketa von Drusseva. So maybe that's an angle for the future. But, you know, you've got to say that players who would ex- would expect to do better on grass who've had better grass court records and von Drusseva beat two of them on the way um she beat Donna Vekic and um Veronica Kudmetova you know she just showed that she's a woman for for all surfaces and and you could argue that grass is her worst so you know if you're looking at futures bets for future slams why can't von Drusseva win another she's fully fit now um she's got the game you know she's got a tricky game she's a crafty player she doesn't hit the ball the hardest but she hits it hard enough and she stays in rallies so could she win another slam i wouldn't be surprised if she did and she's only 24 years of age i thought she yeah. i thought she was a lot older than that you know so which... that was her second tournament victory of her career her first was in 2017 yeah. when she was a 17 year old it's incredible 
you know, your second tournament victory is Wimbledon. It's absolutely, and on grass. It's just, it's just mind-blowing, really. I think what you said there about Wimbledon, obviously, they've just slowed down the courts, and I think that everybody now goes in Wimbledon with a chance. Years ago, anyone, Clay Courts or anyone with a record like that, had absolutely no chance. There's no way Carlos Alcaraz would have won Wimbledon no. in the way the Wimbledon courts were many years ago. But uh, it is open now, and it's Wimbledon's next year. Now, Wimbledon is, is today's chip paper. Chip yes. wrappers, you know, the fish and <laughs> chips. If you if you ever come to England and you're watching this in America, we wrap our fish and chips up with the papers from yesterday. So we refer to things as that's our chip wrapper. So it's gone, it's dusted. We move on to this week. But just before we go, I just want to just give you a couple of futures for um, the US Open, which is not so far away. And we obviously the, still dominated by the big three, Igor Swiatek, Sabalenka, Rybakina. Uh, we have uh, Von Drusseva now as a 20 to 1 chance to win the US Open. I wouldn't touch that personally, but uh, she's 20 to 1. Uh, and Angebur is at 10 to 1. Now, before we leave Wimbledon behind, Angebur, is she someone who will ever win a major or are these three matches that she's had? Obviously, the, the, the defeat against Schrontek at the US Open was very different from her experiences at Wimbledon. Uh, will she do a yarn and a vot there and actually come back and win a? a women in title, or do you think that uh, she's just some girl that's got all the talent but just can't live up to that pressure? You, is she an auto-fade now whenever we go into these uh, majors? I think she has to be until she proves otherwise now, unfortunately. She had everything. You know, she beat. She did the hard work, you could argue. She beat the defending champion. She beat Sabalenka. Von Drusova shouldn't, on paper, <clears throat> excuse me, on paper she shouldn't have been as difficult as those two on grass. And as as we discussed, she had it. She had it. She was four two up in the first set. She had the first set on her racket, and when it, that went, it all kind of fell apart. The wheels came off. So, I think she has to be. I'd love to see her win a slam. I'd love to, her to prove me wrong, but I think she has to be a fade in majors until she wins one. I think with her as well, both the Wimbledon final, she started favourite, and I don't think she's a player that can cope with the favourite tag. There's some players who can't cope with the favourite tag. We saw when Carlos Alcaraz played Novak Djokovic in the final of the French Open. He had, oh, sorry, the semi-finals of the French Open. He had that favourite tag. Everyone expected him to win. And he couldn't play his game. The, the occasion got to him. Novak Djokovic thrived on the fact that this young kid, he's the favourite to beat me. I'm going to show him the favourite. When he was the underdog, we saw a very different performance from uh, from uh, Carlos Alcaraz on Sunday. And I think Andre Jabeur is that kind of player. I think if she got to the final and she played Igor Shrontek and everyone expected Igor Shrontek to win, you would see a very different on Jabur, like you saw against Sabalenka. But the pressure of being the favourite and the expectation to win is something that I don't think she can handle yet. So if the draw opens up for her and she's got many people where she's going to be the favourite, on Jabur is an auto fave. But if the draw is difficult, <laughs> she's got the talent. She's, she's got a great... She's, she is so she's talented. talented players yeah. in the world. And yeah. uh, it'd be a shame that she wins it, but uh, currently she's she's absolute. Whoever she plays in her next match, I don't know when it'll be. I think she, she's definitely going to have a few uh, months off. But uh, I think we'll be doing this show and we'll be fading on Jabur for sure. Whoever she plays, because I think that uh, that's going to be a very difficult ask for her to lift uh, her performance and her levels after such a disappointing win. You saw how devastated she was in her interview yeah. after the match. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, life goes on, and so does betting weekly game bet match on the WTA Tour here. And we have two tournaments, like I say, 250 events on the WTA in Budapest and Palermo over in Italy. And it's absolutely sweltering over in Italy. Rory, you're in um, you're in Madrid. Is it hot there? 
Oh yeah, it's forty degrees today. It's going to be forty degrees tomorrow. So that's I don't, I don't know what it is in Fahrenheit. That must be about one hundred and five, hundred and two, hundred and three around that. So um, yeah, it's um, I think it's about one hundred and five. Yeah, it's it's very very warm here, and it's not as warm in Budapest. It is as warm in Palermo, um, and and the timings of Palermo they actually start quite late. So. You know, we won't be looking in depth at Palermo just because of the timings and the second favourite, number two seed, Chin Wenzheng, is about to take the court as we speak. So we're going to concentrate on Budapest, where it is fairly hot. Um, I think it's, uh, I was looking at the forecast for the week, it's around 30 degrees Celsius all week, so that's mid-80s Fahrenheit. So hot enough. We actually had a rain delay today, but that's the joy of clay. You know, they actually had a really big downpour lasted about 10 minutes they were back on court within 15 so um Wimbledon too take much no Wimbledon yes Wimbledon take <laughs> yeah, make <no>. it clay <laughs> it's amazing isn't it the whole world has had the record I think it was yesterday the day before the whole world in America they had the hottest temperatures across the world everything everywhere Spain Greece across Europe the hottest uh, we're about 70, 65 degrees here. hasn't stopped raining for five days. <laughs> what, what, why does that? I just can't understand why that happens. But anyway, and where I'm going to Hamburg next week and I'm going for the tennis in Hamburg. It's like okay. 62 and rain for three days. Yeah. We, we, wherever we end up, anyway, it, it doesn't work out. But <laughs> let's go on to this sort of this week. And it's a WTA event in Budapest in Hungary. Conditions aren't as hot as they are in, in other parts of Europe, but they are very warm. So it's probably. A little bit of some rain delay threatens in you uh, in Hungary, but uh, they'll be sorted out very very quickly. And this is a weak weak tournament. I mean, look at the look at the field here. The number one seed is the number ranked thirty nine in the world, Bernardo Pera. But before we give the odds on the tournament and uh, who we think might win it, give us a little bit of a breakdown of what to expect at the Hungarian Grand Prix this week. Yeah, you couldn't ask for a much bigger contrast from Wimbledon, as you say, in terms of quality and and speed as well. I mean. Budapest is one of the slowest tournaments on the calendar. Last year, players only won 59.9% of points on first serve, and they held serve just 59.1% of the time. Compared to Wimbledon, for instance, Wimbledon last year, 653 points percentage points on first serve and 69.3% uh, holding serve. And I was watching, to, I've watched quite a lot of the action today. As if to prove that, first up on centre court in Budapest, you had uh, Anna Karolina Schmiedleva. She beat Polina Kudometova. And first four games were all breaks, breaks of serve. Um, it's a bit like if if some of you remember, we had Bogota and Rabat earlier in the season. Very slow, hard to hold serve and, and hard to hit winners. Um, so it's one of those clay tournaments where you're not going to get many short rallies. It's going to be making the other player play the extra shot and just trying to just stay in rallies and, and just keep them long and wait for your opponent to make an error. And you'll see, yeah, you'll see what is one probably more for the pushers than anything else. You know, the big, there aren't any really, really powerful hitters in the field no one like a Sabalenka who can hit through you. So this is going to be a, a bit attritional to say the least. Yeah, it is. And look at the, uh, the field here. It's uh, it's a minefield. It's not, it's not a tennis field, it's a minefield. Bernardo Pera is the number one seed. Uh, she's in the top half of the draw, as you expect. Number two seed is Zhang. Then we have uh, 
I can't read my I can't read the, my thing here because my the the thing is so small. Uh, Punitsova is number four. She's in the bottom half of the draw. Number three. We don't have a number. Do we have a number three seed? I don't, yeah, I think there's been a withdrawal. So there is no number three seed. That's what I'm looking for. But if you look at the draw, it's it's no real advantage being the top or the bottom. But let's have a look at the betting. Bernarda Pera is plus six dollars. Punitsova is plus six dollars. Uh, Van Van is uh, seven hundred. Uh, this is the hardest tournament I've done all year to pronounce to, pronounce to, to players. <laughs> so I'll let, I'll let you do the outrights for you because you, you right, saved my right. disappointment, my embarrassment, because uh, I, I, I I give up on half of these. Okay, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, Perrin put it saver at plus 600. Kaya Yuvan at plus 700. She won today. Alina Avanasayan, she won today as well. She's plus 800. And then Teresa Martinsova and Tatiana Maria, uh, both plus 1,000. Maria had to um i think she lost the first set she won in three sets today anyway and then you've got nadia podoroska and claire liu at plus 1200 anna carolina schmiedlova at plus 1400 as well as this one's a difficult one irina burillo cost os escoriella there we yeah, go yeah mate if I'm you can't pronounce the chance of i yeah. i've got absolutely I'll stick to I'll stick to yeah. Berea because she's Spanish, so you can get away with the first surname. Um, and then it's $16 bar. So it's open. It's it's funny because Pera last year, so she'd lost five matches in a row before she rocked up to qualifying in Budapest. She came through the two qualifying rounds and won the tournament without dropping a set, um, which is quite extraordinary, really, having you know come into the tournament no form and then wins it including qualifying without dropping a set her key to the success was was actually her her she won over regularly won over 70 percent of points on first serve um i mean she's she hasn't played that well recently she's had wimbledon didn't do very well there didn't serve all that well during the grass court season but that was the same as last year i guess you're you're sort of relying on lightning to strike twice with her and i think in a very competitive heat like this six dollars looks short enough the top half for me looks really really open the bottom half to me looks a bit easier the three big names in the bottom half uh, would be Yulia Putintseva, Tatiana Maria and Anna Karolina Schmidlova um, as I mentioned I watched quite a lot of Schmidlova beat Polina Kudometova um, Schmidlova actually beat her elder sister Veronica uh, at Roland Garros in the opening round and she had a good run there uh, eventually going out to Coco Goff as I said the first four games were all breaks of serve and then Schmidlova won the next 10 games in a row and her ball striking was excellent and her serve got better as the match went on and I really think if she carries on like this I think she's got a great chance of winning the tournament um, so I, I plus 1400 um, she's a bet for me. I should actually say, while most of us were focusing on Wimbledon last week, there were a couple of WTA 125 events on clay. Uh, one in Sweden, in Bastad, and uh, the other in uh, France, in Contrexville. And um, Olga Danilovic, who's the hard-hitting left-hander who gave Jabir a scare at Roland Garros, she won in Sweden, and Arantxa Rus beat Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova in the final in France. So quite a few of the players who are in action there at those two tournaments are, are appearing this week uh, in the two tournaments here. Um, back to Budapest. So I like Schmidlova in, in the bottom half and I'm making her a one point each way bet. In the top half, 
Um, Astra Sharma, um, the Australian, she produced a bit of an upset to beat Camila Rekimova. Um, and, and it was classic clay court tennis. Rekimova, is a, is a, she likes to hit the ball hard. She likes to hit winners. But Sharma was just getting the ball back. And the Australian, she's been in good form of late. She's reached two ITF finals on clay. Um, and I think in a very, very open top half, she's got a little squeak. Um, she'll be plus 2,500. And I'd make her a half point each way play. But as I said, the top half does look very open, pretty tricky. But yeah, Schmidlova in the bottom half would be my uh, my main selection. So there are two picks at some very nice prices in the tournament in Budapest. Uh, and head to the Betra's website. Uh, the odds will be up. We're filming this now at around about 7 o'clock English time, which is uh, 2 o'clock Eastern time. So the matches are just coming to the end. So the outright odds will be available overnight. So you'll be able to go over there and check out those prices. And you'll be able to place any bets. We're going to come to the matches now. But if you place a bet on the matches here, you, you, I'm sure that some of the networks in uh, in America in, over in America aren't covering the WTA Budapest or the WTA <laughs> Palermo. But if you do have a bet, you can watch the match from the comfort of your own home on your tablet through the Vetwivers website. So uh, a little bit of advantage for you there. You'll be rather than flicking through 450 channels or whatever you have over here. We only have five, don't we, Roy? So uh, the Americans <laughs> have a lot of different, more channels though, than we do. Uh, let's have a look at some matches. You've highlighted two matches for us over in Hungary. And the first match uh, you want to talk about involves that number one seed, Bernardo Perra. She's minus 225 against Deanna Schneider. Uh, if you look at Bet Rivers' website, currently there's 27 different markets available in this match. This is a very early start, though. It's tomorrow, 5 a.m. So if you want to have a bet on this match, make sure you head across early and place your wager. A minus 225, pet the number one seed, plus 175, Schneider. The spread, minus three and a half. Perra is minus 122. Schneider plus three and a half is minus 105. And the total here is 20 and a half with under minus 107 and over a marginal marginal favourite at minus 120. Um, anything you like on those three markets or are you looking further down on the props? Um, I mean, I've got a lean here. I mean, as mentioned, Perra is the defending champion top seed. Schneider hasn't been playing particularly well of late and her returning stats have been less than impressive. So you'd think that swings this definitely towards Perra. But both players have been on grass. So this is their first match back on clay. So that always makes me a little bit hesitant, um, especially for Schneider. She she went out in the qualifiers at Wimbledon. Uh, Perra did get win a match and then went out. So both players returning to clay, both left-handers. Perra to win in straight sets would be my lean here, but I, I think I think this is one to watch, I think. The next one, next one we have, this is an interesting one here. Zhang, who is in absolutely shocking form, as we've highlighted here. We we saw her grass form, Lucy Donovekic, at Wimbledon very heavily. She got beat by Harriet Dar Eastbourne. She lost all four matches at, at uh, on grass. She lost all three of her clay court matches this year. She's on an 11-match losing run. Uh, she is 0-3 on clay. She's the number two seed here, which just shows you how weak this tournament up. And she's up against Amarissa Tooth. Now, I I must admit, I know I know her sister Wisdom Wisdom Tooth, uh, and I know I know I know her, I know her, I know her auntie Milk Tooth, but I do not know Amarissa Tooth at all. So 
but my bet radar here is saying, how on earth can I bet Zhang at minus four dollars? And this is a player who's a number two seed who could quite easily drop out of the top 150 in the world. And this could be a very different match uh, betting in if it was played in six months' time or eight months' time. Zhang is on the uh, on the decrease, and Amarissa Tooth. I want to hear a little bit more about this girl because. However low she is in the rankings, uh, I, I, I want to I, I want to oppose Jiang here. So uh, convince me why I should be with Tooth. Or you may be saying this could be Jiang can't lose this match. Well, Amarissa, I think it's Tot. I think it's Tot. She's ranked. My joke, my joke doesn't work then, does it? I know. I know. You got the jokes out though. I let you have. No, actually, um... <laughs> I, I worked all night, all day on those jokes. And... <laughs> Top doesn't work, does it? Okay. Uh, My apologies. She's ranked 548 in the world, which doesn't sound particularly promising. This is her WTA main draw debut. She's 20 years old. She has shown a bit of form on clay. Um, last month in the Czech Republic and ITF event, she gave Brazil's Laura Pigossi, who's ranked about 140. She gave her a bit of a scare. I watched a bit of her on YouTube. She doesn't have many great weapons to speak of, but these courts are so slow. All she has to do really against Zhang is keep the ball in play. She'll need to cut out the double faults. She does serve a few of those. But if she keeps the ball in play, Zhang will make errors. She will make errors galore. I think Zhang's actually, I think she, her losing streak's 12 now. Right. But grass is her best surface and she couldn't win a match in four attempts. She did get to the double semifinals at Wimbledon with Caroline Dolhide. Um, but she won a tournament early in the year on doubles. It's singles where she's really lost her way. She is suffering personal problems. She hasn't been back home for over three years. And she's had a big falling out with the Chinese Tennis Federation. Her last match on clay was at Roland Garros, where she lost 6-1, 6-1 to Magdalena Freck. And she broke down in tears in the press conference. Before that, the match before that, she was double bageled by Annalena Freidson in, in Strasbourg. As I say, she's just lost her way in singles and her serve was was always an asset, but that's just not working at the moment. So, you know, Zhang won't get a better opportunity than this, really. I, I say that, but clay isn't her surface. But I just, it's very, very hard to be confident about her at all. And Tot, as I say, she is ranked, she's got a lowly world ranking, but she can play on clay. And as I say, with the speed of the courts, if she just keeps the ball in play, she's got a great chance. I think she's also got the home crowd behind her, which has got to be an advantage. I think Tok can spring a surprise here. I'm willing to have a go at plus 300, just because Zhang is so out of form. And on clay, she's even more susceptible. As I say, she's won two games in her last two matches on clay. It's just not happening for her. This is her first match back on clay after grass. She didn't do very well on grass, her best surface. She's now returning to her worst surface. Okay, the the opponent is lowly ranked, but clay's a great leveller. Mm. And, and I really, th I, I think top wins this. And so I'm going to have a bet at plus 300. Also as well, you've got to ask yourself, what is Zhang's motivation in a, a 250 event here in Hungary? For the young girl making a debut on the WTA tour in a home event, she's going to be absolutely pumped. Yeah, I mean, I, I, whether whether two eighty or sorry, whether three dollars wins, the, she's a win or not. 
she's definitely the play given Jang's form and, and, and her current condition and, and her mental strength. So, uh, you know, from my perspective, she could be a girl that could win the first set and then she could fade. So I would look, to, if I took an, if I took the $3, I would look to trade because we don't know anything about this girl. We don't know what her mental strength is herself to finish games off, which we know Zhang is a is a top 30 player previously. Admittedly, she has more experience and more, more to go to the well when she needs it. But I think the handicap here, the spread five and a half, top minus 143, the total 19 and a half. If Zhang does it, she's not going to win this easy. So no. I think all kinds of props here involved in uh, is Zhang. She's, Zhang is a fade, whoever she's playing. I think I could take a set off her now. And <laughs> that's how bad she's playing. Because I, have, I, I haven't taken a set off anyone for about eight years. But um, <laughs> but that's how bad she's playing at the moment. But I think there's loads of ways of attacking here. But I do I do worry about taking some of these bets because on, on the on the, mark, the the future of the winner market. Because we don't know. It, we're betting on the unknown. So we don't know what this girl has got. In the head, we don't know. You know, the, just, just whoever much Yang is out, out of form, this is a number two seed of the tournament. So, uh, I, I would be inclined to maybe hedge if you took that position and she took the first set. But I think there's lots of angles here and, and great logic to oppose Yang. I think she is definitely one player you cannot bet, and especially at minus four dollars. I could see money coming for uh, Tot here or uh, Tooth, whatever her name is. I think she started at three dollars, and I think she'll go down to around about two dollars. I think that should be a big public play. Uh, on this because when people realize how bad she's playing which people probably don't realize then um then we'll see a, a move towards the hungarian girl um, i mean even and- the outright she's she was what plus 2000 i mean she should there should be an extra zero on that for Zhang because she's yeah. just not playing well at all and especially on clay i think i think we're top though i think i think with Zhang the problem is that the confidence is so low if she loses the first set I just think it's it's just it's just a downward spiral for her. I, I, she just she can't win. Well, she did win. I think she did win a set against Harriet Dart actually in Eastbourne. She won the second set, and then she lost six one in the third. Absolutely, I think she broke. She broke in the first game with the decider, um, and then lost six games in a row. She's just all over the place. And for Tot, this is a a once in almost a once in a lifetime opportunity main draw debut against a player in absolutely dismal form she's she's really got to fancy her chances and you would have also thought that she's played this tennis club this court many many times yeah. before she knows how the ball bounces she knows the conditions she could have the home support as well I, i'm i'm i like this very much um not quite sure if i play on the money line but i definitely play a plus five and a half and i'll probably go over the games as well because i think when it's on a racket and she's serving the match, she may get a bit, uh, bit under a bit of pressure. We'll see a little bit nervy, and I think that's that that be a point. So I think there's loads of ways to get it, but the the main angle here is to oppose uh, Yang in whichever way you possibly can. Uh, there's another tournament in Palmero, as we said, much more, uh, much better caliber of opponent in this one. This the field here is pretty good. Kazakina is the number one seed. Zheng is the number two seed. Uh is number four seed. Paulino Sheriff. Not the greatest of tournaments, but it's a lot better than what we have in Hungary. But unfortunately, where we are now, we don't have any outright markets or any tournament winner prices as we speak. But there will be some uh, prices going up on the Bet Rivers site this evening because there's games in play. But what we do have is we do have two matches for tomorrow. And the first one is a very, very interesting match. Uh, Daria Kazakina, my tip for Wimbledon, who got injured in her last match and had to uh, pull out. She's up against Martina Trevisan, another local 
player, an Italian, but we're going to have some support. She obviously doesn't live in Palermo, but she's going to have uh, a lot of support here. And uh, Kazakina is a very heavy favourite, minus 345. Martina Trevisan is plus 265. She's got some injury doubts about her. She's got some uh, little bit of concerns about her fitness. And coming from a, a long run at um, on the grass, obviously she played in um, Eastbourne. She then played at Wimbledon, went deep at Eastbourne, got to the final. Got through Latin to latter stages here at Wimbledon as well before she got injured as well, and that's a lot to take out of her. She's, so, um, she's she looks a vulnerable favorite here, at minus 345. The spread is four and a half. Um, Trevor Sandy plus four and a half, minus 109, minus 117 if you want to go for the Russian, and the total is 20 and a half. Uh, how do you see this one going? Yeah, I, I mean, I'll just sort of a bit of a preamble about the tournament and, and my main worry about the tournament, which is why I'm not really well, I have had a bet which I will will explain in a moment on the outrights i had one this morning but i mentioned the temperatures the temperatures are brutal over 35 degrees celsius so we're looking at around 100 fahrenheit all week um that's not going to suit daria kazakina i wouldn't have thought um not at all and, and she's the favorite for the tournament this morning she was plus 333 uh, chinwen next best at plus 500 and then you had maya sheriff uh, at plus 600 uh, sara saribes tormo at, at plus 900 and then it's ten dollars bar those both those one two five winners i mentioned from last week olga danilovich and arantia rus are in the draw um, here at bigger prices then if it's around 1600 and roots would be around 2500 um but kazakina trevisan both of these players fell to elena svitolina at the french open um kazakina beat actually beat marketa von drusova at roland garros went out in the last 16 she went out as azarenka victoria azarenka at wimbledon trevisan has lost her last four matches all in straight sets including a hammering at the hands of Sara Suribes last time out at Wimbledon. She's in no sort of form. I'm not even sure Return of Clay will revive her at the moment. The only thing stopping me getting involved, as I say, is the heat. It will still be, it'll probably be late tomorrow, it'll still be 30 degrees Celsius at least. If she, if, if Kazakina copes with the heat, she's got a nice run to the quarterfinals. Suribes in the semis could be difficult. I'm leaning towards under 19 and a half games here, which is plus 114, but the heat is a big question mark for me. Ah, so you think he's going to bounce back from injury, Kazakina? I'm not so sure. I think Trevor Sam with some home support might lift her game. So uh, I will see the one. I think uh, it's going to be an interesting one there. Next one is Elisabetta Cotaretta. And oh, another, I love that name as well. It's some great names. Elisabetta Cotaretta. Uh, she's uh, plus 100, even money against Sara Sorovez Tormo. Um, Interesting matches, one a uh, minus one twenty two for the Spaniard, uh, plus uh, even money for the, the the Italian girl, and these two should be okay with the heat given where they come from. Um, obviously, going to be a lot hotter than the, the usual, but uh, the spread here is one and a half. Cotaretta is minus one twenty five, receiving the one and a half start. Cerebus Tormo uh, minus one and a half, minus one hundred three, and the total is quite high, twenty one and a half here. What do you see this one? Real contrast of styles. We know Cerebus, old school pusher. Reached last 16 at Roland Garros. She was a set and a breakup on Beatrice Haddad Meyer before losing that. And I said at Wimbledon, she beat Martina Trevisan. Then she went out in quick time to Igor Fiontek. No great surprise given her relative lack of power. Won't be an issue here. Palermo is, um, it's, it's a little bit quicker 
um, than Budapest, but not much. Cochiretto knocked out Petra Kvitova in round run one at the French Open, won a couple of matches at Wimbledon before falling to Jessica Pegula. They've never met before, which makes things very uncertain for me because the majority of players find Soribes really awkward on clay, but you get the odd few who are just able to take her apart. I suspect Cochiretto will make too many errors to be truly competitive here. Um, so I think this is a good match for in-running. See how the first couple of games, games go. See if Cochiretto handles Soribes just getting the ball back and, and keeping the ball in play and then get involved. But um, no bet for me in this one at this point. So there you have it. Uh, Roy, just give us a recap of your picks in Budapest and Palermo for the men's, sorry, the women's first round matches and our tournament winner markets in both those tournaments. So in Budapest, I'm having a point each way on Anna Karolina Schmidlova outright and a half point each way on Astra Sharma. Schmidlova's 1,400 and Sharma's 2,500. And in the matches, just one bet for me, Amarisa Tot at plus 300 to beat Shui Zhang. Love that top bet. I also like her on the handicap. I think the over total games at 19 and a half is a good bet as well. Um, that's the interesting match for me. It's a real big take. I, I like composing the, that player there, Zhang, who's is in terrible, terrible form. Uh, there's four ways to follow us here on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. You can download our podcast, which is Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. We're on your preferred podcast provider. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. We can keep in touch of, across all the different markets from here and across the pond over in America. Uh, the, the European soccer season starts in two weeks' time. Can you believe it? Uh, all the coverage of all the different leagues will be on the website as well. You have to do is subscribe and you'll get alerted to every time a podcast or a YouTube show drops. And you can follow us across our socials, uh, which is because we win the handle we share on our Instagram account and our Twitter account. That's because we win where you can come across everything. All the handicappers do the analysis, the breakdowns of the tournaments. Uh, Rory, will be giving me some stuff as well. I'm sure later on in the tournament, uh, when we, we looks at uh, the latter stages of the tournament, hopefully uh, some of his picks will be in the latter stages as well. Uh, that's it for us today. Tomorrow I'll be joined by Sean Calvert, where we break down the tournaments in three tournaments in the Amer and in the men's side, we've got Gustard, Bastard, and in Newport in America on a grass course uh, tournament as well. So we've got three tournaments on the men's circuit as well. Uh, Rory will be back next week. Uh, enjoy your week, Rory. Uh, enjoy your day, everyone. And we'll see you all again tomorrow. Take care.